You are now listening to episode nine of Golden Hour with MB. What's going on, you guys? So episode nine will be two parts. Right now, you're getting ready to hear part one. So I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. Um, I want to thank you guys always so much for coming back and listening. So I hope you guys are happy and well, and you guys are living in your true selves. The last you heard from me, I was ending term two, so I was in finals. So now that finals is over and I'm officially in term three, it's been about two weeks um, since I've officially, well, actually it's been about three, four weeks. Wow, it's been a month. It has officially been a month since I've been in term three. And I have one more term before I graduate. Uh, This term will end, I believe, a few days before my birthday. So I definitely have to stay on it because that would be a horrible birthday if I found out that I wasn't going into term four. So um, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to kick it up a notch because I don't know, I ended term two with a B and even though it was a high B, I, I ended term one with an A. So I'm I'm just striving for that again. Um but yeah, anyway, moving forward. Just a little bit about what's been going on um uh, within term 3. I kind of like being at the hospital, so I if you don't know, I used to go to acute centers to basically do my clinicals. And now they have moved us officially to the hospital. And it's a very fast, excuse me, it's a very fast pace. By the way, if you hear my voice crack or my voice change, it's 2.09 in the morning and I have a migraine right now. And I was trying, well, I, I still am listening to meditation music, but it's not helping. The headache is like right in front of my head. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I will talk myself to sleep. (laughs) But it doesn't seem like I'll be going to sleep anytime soon. So here we are doing this episode at 2 a.m. Moving forward, though, again. Um, Like I was saying, it's a very fast pace. And it's just very, um, I don't know. These nurses are really living up to the statistics of nurses. Like, I'm just kind of over the whole nursing atmosphere, to be completely honest with you. Like, the nurse that I was assigned to just clearly did not want to uh, teach anything. So I went ahead and asked my instructor, like, to assign me to someone else. And there are some really, really good nurses that love to teach. Like the first day I was there, I was assisting one of my um, classmates to put in a Foley catheter. And if you don't know know what a Foley catheter is, please just look it up. But I was assisting her with that. And then I was showing her how to empty a Foley bag uh, because she had never done one before, but I had. So I was showing her how to do that. And um, just taking notes like of all because the patient that we had, um, he has prostate cancer. So I was pretty much just 
you know, writing down like how many, how many CCs were coming out of that bag and just keeping a mental note of everything that was happening just in case like I had to do it by myself. So, well, I'm sure I will have to do it by myself eventually. But like I said, like just taking notes as much as I can without, you know, uh, cross contaminating anything. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a pretty good first day aside from the dud that I was assigned to. Um, but other than that, it's, it's, I don't know. I still don't know how to feel about it yet. I, it's still new and it's still going to be a process even when I'm used to it because it's not my job. Like I'm not getting paid to be there. I'm kind of just like shadowing and um, assisting as much as nurses and doctors will allow me to. So it's not like I kind of have free will to really do as much as I want. Um, right now, they are just allowing us to be unassisted with um, insulin. And um, we do still have to have our instructor when giving meds. Um um, I think we've officially graduated from brief changing. <laughs> the CNAs are pretty on top of their jobs. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot to process when being in the hospital because it is such a fast pace and nobody's really going to, unless they really want to, they're not going to sit there and explain anything. You're kind of just watching and either if you do have the, the time to take notes, you're taking notes. If you don't have the time, you have to take a mental note and really just remember everything that you just watched and remember it to a T because you can actually hurt your patient. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's really what's been going on with school. Now, outside of school, where my mental state has been lately has kind of just been all over the place. I feel like I don't really have time to myself, kind of. Like, I, I just feel like I've been pulled everywhere. And when I want to, and I know, like, the family members that actually listen to this are like, okay, but you stay at home all day um, when you're not at school or when you're not at clinicals. When my phone is constantly ringing, like I literally had to take Sunday. I don't even know what day Sunday was. But when I had to take Sunday as a mental day for myself, I knew that I just, I needed that time. <laughs> because I never really ignore people's calls. But for for whatever reason, that day, I was so over like just any type of interaction with anybody because oh my god so i don't know if you guys follow me on instagram but if you do follow me on instagram then you know that i have a husky and you know that i have a um a lhasa apso Paganese mix now my husky <laughs> i don't know if for whatever reason, like she decided that she wanted to drink the jacuzzi water and 
it has chlorine and because I don't really have time to clean it like that, it got some algae or it has a little bit of algae. But I don't know if that made her sick or the fact that I've been giving her um, actual chicken to put weight more weight on her because I realized that she was losing weight. Um, or my mom realized that she was losing weight. And then I'm like, okay, well, she's been fine over at my house. But yeah, like when she came back, I could tell like she definitely lost weight. So I had been giving her chicken, fresh vegetables, uh, some fruits mixed in. And then I gave her coconut oil and I kind of made that coconut oil into a smoothie like. So I mixed berries with it and um, I mixed something else with it. I can't I can't think. But yeah, so I kind of made that into like a frozen treat for both dogs. For them to just get the benefits of basically what I mixed in it. And I don't know if it was just me switching her foods up, I guess. Like she just wasn't getting kibble. Now she's getting something else. And I personally just thought that she had the runs from that. But apparently Akira decided that she wanted to stop eating. So I'm like, okay. Like I told my boyfriend, I'm like, it's time to take her to the ER because... When a dog stops eating, that just lets you know, like, something is wrong. <laughs> like, you need to take them in. So when I um, when I took her in, I don't know. I, like, I really love to give people the benefit of the doubt. But when I feel like you're trying to play with me, especially when I'm trusting you enough with my pet as it is, because I, like... When I say I have a fear of taking my dog, especially since COVID has been happening, I mean, has been going on, I like they're not allowing you really in the rooms anymore. Like they're making you stay outside. So with her being a one-year-old and just knowing like she doesn't trust anybody and knowing that she... um she's just very timid. Like she's, she's the home that I would like to say that we rescued her from because she was very malnourished and dehydrated when we got her and she stunk. Oh my God. Like she needed to be rescued from that home. And I don't know if they were beating her. Um, I believe she was the runt of the, the bunch because she's the smallest, but she, She's just, she's scared of everything and she doesn't trust easy. So I'm like, if they do not allow me in this room, I'm going to freaking go crazy. Like, <laughs> And when we got in there, I was already in a bad mood that day. So what the doctor was basically um, saying was, oh, I suggest that you let us keep her for two nights to give her fluids for, first of all. For my med students, you already know what that means. They want to give people... Uh, when we say we're going to give you fluids, that means that, well, nine times out of ten, that means that we're going to give you saline. And if you don't know what saline is, it's basically... It's like a clear... Well, actually, Pedialyte has a clear version. But it's basically Pedialyte, okay? It hydrates you. 
So she's like, oh, we want to keep her overnight so we can give her, uh, say, I mean, not saline, but fluids and the, the two night stay was $400, right? Already, you're not keeping my dog overnight. Like that was a no. And she saw it all over my face as soon as she said it. And then when she said fluids, I said, oh, so you want to get Repedialyte in a bag? <laughs> like I was just so over her because she was money grabbing. And I knew she was money grabbing because everything that she was trying to say to me, she was saying it in terms that a normal person wouldn't know. But because I'm in med school, because I, I've been in the hospital and I actually am in medical school, I knew exactly what she was saying. So I didn't appreciate the fact that she was trying to use big words with me, thinking that I didn't know exactly what she was talking about until I confirmed it. And then she was like looking at me like, oh, so she knows exactly what I'm saying. So I actually have to, you know, I like I, I just felt like she like I said, she was money grabbing and she was trying to see like how far she could push it before. I basically agreed to let her stay overnight, which wasn't happening. Um, then she was like, well, this is what I recommend, um, but I'll let you talk it over. So she was over me at that point because I was basically like telling her like, oh, so you want this? Oh, so you want that? Like, don't like my boyfriend, he doesn't know these terms. So I'm like basically pushing her to break these things down. And as she's talking, I'm breaking it down to him as well. And it was just frustrating for me because I'm just like, I just want my dog well. And you're sitting here trying to jit me out of my money. Like, I don't like that. Like, if you're good at your job, then be good at your job and do your job well. Don't sit there and try to pull money out of the situation that isn't that serious. Because all she had, well, it is it is that serious because she stopped eating. But she had inflammation of the stomach. And... um that that can be cured sometimes it can be cured with medication because she didn't have an infection and it wasn't as serious she mainly had like she was trying to say that there was a blockage now i allowed her to do an x-ray she wanted to sedate her which would be 80 dollars to sedate her i'm like you're not sedating my dog so no go ahead and put a muzzle on her and and take those x-rays because as soon as you sit her on this table she's going to be very very still like i know her i know well i'm talking about my dog i know my dog she's not going to you know try to run everywhere and try to escape like when she's scared she's scared and she freezes so i'm like you could take these x-rays without sedating her and i get it's for your protection but this is what the muzzle is for so after they did that she comes back with the x-rays and she's like, I feel like there's a blockage. I've said, well, if there was a blockage, you would be you would be able to see it with the x-ray. Like after that whole interaction, I was just over her. I didn't even really want to talk to her. My boyfriend kept calling her back to the room because he didn't fully understand what was going on. And he kind of just wanted to hear it from her uh, because we did end up spending $900 like just for treatments and labs. Like it was just it was so ridiculous. And you know, I, I, I tried my hardest to be nice about it and nice about the fact that they were actually helped. Like they took, you know, 
they're essential workers to me. I look at them as essential workers because they're my dog's doctor. Okay. Just like we have doctors, they're a dog's doctor. So essentially, they are essential workers. But in that moment, I didn't care about her being nobody's type of essential worker. Like, she, her whole vibe and attitude just did not agree with me. And I was just completely over her. Um, She sent two other nurses in just to try to, like, convince us to do certain treatments. And I'm just like, no. Like, she was trying to convince us to do this certain uh, blood testing kit that cost $215. And I wasn't going for it. My mom was like, let's just go ahead and do it. So I, I let her go ahead and do it. But I just, I know that, I don't know. I'm just, I was just over it. I was just so over it. And not because I didn't want to get my dog's treatment. I mean, my dog treatment. But this because she knew that, because she knew that, um, I didn't exactly know what that test was and I couldn't prove that she didn't need it. It was kind of just like my back was against the wall with that. So I just went ahead and it was just like, whatever. But they were trying to say that she needed her first dose there at the hospital for her medication. And then for the next five to 10 days, we were going to have to do it at home. But my goodness it's been a week (laughs) she's today was the first day that I've actually seen her running around and acting crazy and digging holes around the freaking sprinklers and (laughs) she's just she's she's definitely back to her normal bad self but yeah I like interactions like that I I just can't because I know that I can't be that girl. And for my for my melanated women, y'all know what I'm talking about. In certain situations, you just can't be that girl. And as much as you want to be, it's just a learning process for yourself. Because I could have so easily told her what she could do with her treatment plan. And so badly, I really wanted to. But that wouldn't have solved my dog's issue. That wouldn't have made the situation better. Um, I would have had to wait for her normal doctor because I if, that wasn't even her normal doctor. Her normal doctor is in Santa Clarita. And I just wasn't about to wait two more days to get this girl treated. Like I needed to see exactly what was going on that day because if she would have went another day without eating or drinking water, you never know like what could happen uh, with the inflammation. So I I was just like, I I have to trust that these people are going to do what they're supposed to do, and she will be okay. Even though they did not do what they were supposed to do. She still got her medication. 
we got pill pockets first of all pill pockets for dogs are definitely the way to go if your dog has to take medication so i highly suggest it for pet owners um, i don't know if they have them for cats or not i'm not a cat owner so i can't tell you and i've never gone to that section but if you have a pet that needs some type of help digesting their um their pills and they don't have a sensitive stomach get them pill pockets from PetSmart okay but uh yeah she's 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 doing okay now she's doing she's doing okay now and um yeah I just I wasn't that girl even though I wanted to be that girl it still frustrates me. It like it just annoys me that she was really just trying to money grab in that type of situation. Like it just Yeah, but I'm not going to go into it any further. <laughs> the lesson here was in situations when you so clearly want to show emotion it's very important for you not to, unless you're in a safe space, unless you're talking to someone that you fully trust. You know, people love to spin things. People love to say that they feel threatened or that, that they feel uncomfortable, you know, because you're reacting. And you just have to learn, like, those type of people, just leave them alone. Like I, I can't, I can't really go into that. Like you, it's just, it's mainly just like, just leave them alone. It's clear that they have their own issues, and that's the reason why they said what they said to get a reaction, or they said what they said, and now it's like, okay, how am I gonna react to it? Like, I was that person that was like, I don't feel like I need to hold my tongue. But at this point, I don't feel like I need to go back and forth. Like, and that's growth. You know, it takes a bigger person to not react to somebody that wants you to so clearly react. And it's, it's, it's taken a minute to get here. You know, you guys always hear me say that. It has. Because... I'm just tired. Like, I, <laughs> I'm just not going to go back and forth with anybody anymore. If you call me out of my name, yup, you right. If you say I'm this and I'm that, ugh, facts. Like, I am not, I just, I don't have the energy. I do not have the energy. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I do. I'm not going to sit here and act like, me vibrating low is something that's cute because you decided that you wanted to wake up and vibrate low for whatever reason like just get it together just please get it together like anybody that just wakes up miserable is just like y'all need therapy please and just stay away from people for that day like i always 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 make sure that i have great communication with my partner I don't want there to be a moment where it's like, 
I'm feeling like this and I don't feel like I can tell you because I just know if I actually start talking to you and you say the wrong thing, like I'm going to blow up. Like it's never that. It's always a listening ear. You feel like this. Okay. Do you need a day or do you need a few hours when you're ready to talk? I'm here. And it's like that on both sides. Like Sometimes you get those partners that are just like, okay, so you're going through this. Oh, I'm sorry that you're going through this. Now this is what I'm going through. Like, it's never that. And that is so nice to be in a situation like that. It's so nice to be in a situation where you fully trust your partner and where you just feel secure and confident within your relationship. And you guys always hear me say, like, it's it's never perfect. Like, no relationship is ever perfect. Like, don't get me wrong. But where I'm at right now, I'm still in that space of, like, coming out of my own and coming into something that's new. I feel like there are... There are different phases that are happening right now in every single aspect of my life, like for school, for uh, close friends and family, for relationships and love, and then for me. Like, and myself, I'm at the very top of that. 